The Packers take on the Saints tonight in preseason at Lambeau Field. We're finding pouches in the urinals here at work. Josh Hader stinks. Tom Brady might be participating in the Masked Singer. Uh, we welcome in our friend of the show. You listen to him along with Tony Smith every day, 2 to 4 on 94.5 ESPN in Milwaukee. He is Homer. Homer, how are you, my friend? I just wanted to know who's on with Telly today. I didn't get the update. Uh, it's me. It's Greg Scalzo on oh, okay. with Telly. Right, yep. Good. All right. Yep. On Monday. You never know. On, you never know who his partner's going to be. On Monday, uh, I believe you're going to be on with Telly on Scalzo and uh, Yeah, that's, that's why I asked. I, this is, uh... the, the very first uh, Scalzo and Brush show to air on 1430 uh, ESPN Beaver Dam will be featuring not Scalzo and Brush, but uh, Telly Hughes and Homer. So yeah, you guys have to uh, represent yeah. this well to Dodge County. That's the only way I can get on in Beaver Dam. It's, uh, it's life. It's like 40, 40 years in the business. Not good enough to get on a Beaver Dam anymore unless I'm on for Scales on Breast. But, all right. Uh, well, that's why, that's why we have you on all the time. I know it's been one of your great career sure. goals to make sure that you're in Dodge County. Um, so uh, we'll, keep, we'll keep working towards that, Homer. Thanks, I appreciate your support. You, you know that you have my support, Homer. You know you always have my I, support. I do, I'm a Homer yeah. guy. Yeah. I know. I, I, I think there's a lot of support for Homer. I never have doubted that. All right, I appreciate uh, I appreciate your appreciation just, of I'm the appreciation. Too bad that Cudahy doesn't have a station because I think it could have got us, could have got me on in Cudahy. But we're working on it. Yes, <laughs> we, I have a new goal. The key to life is attitude. I got I got a new goal. Get on in Beaver Dam. Got to do what you got to do. Let's go. I love what do you it. Think what do you think? What do you think we What do you think we need to do better to get on in Beaver Dam? Anyway, but it's like oh, you got to have attitude. Got to have focus. So. What do you think we need to do to get on in Beaver Dam? Uh, I'm probably the wrong person to ask uh, in that respect, okay. but I do like your attitude. I feel like you're coaching right now. I feel like you're. You're. Have you been listening to what uh, what Matt Lafleur has been saying to Jordan Love, trying to get him hyped up for uh, for for proving out the progress that Goody is just lying to all of our faces about? Uh, well, I mean, I, it's clear to me. It's clear to me that they've uh, amped up and trying to be nice to. Uh, Jordan Love, I I think that uh, Lafleur knows very well that he can't play. But I mean, they're they not going to say it. Be positive, yeah, right? But I say. think they they he you know when he when he said that it was the best. What happened was this all changed when he said it was his best, the best practice he's had in three years or whatever. That was the truth. But then he realized it didn't really serve him well, so he went to the approach of uh, well everything's great. He's but we're, every day we try to be better than we were the day, the day before, and whatever it is, whatever the phrases are now that everybody uses. But I mean, that was the most honest thing he said. Think about it. He had one decent day of practice, but say he's had in three and a half years or whatever it was. That told us all we needed to know. Homer, you wanted to see uh, several things in the Packers' first preseason game. Uh, including what Jordan Love would do. Is it more emphasis, or is the same emphasis still there tonight? Are you still interested to see what Jordan Love is going to do for for an encore performance, or are you looking forward to seeing if Romeo Dobbs can back up his first preseason game, or are you still looking at the offensive line? What are some of the things you're going to be looking for tonight? No, it's all Jordan Love. I mean, that's... It's just because it's a curiosity, like when you have your scouting bureau, which everybody has, they, we all believe with Jim's, 
You want to see how accurate I know. I want to see him play. I mean, they're, they're JV games. It has to be emphasized. These are JV games. So whenever you think of the importance of the game, realize what did you think in high school uh, of the JV game? Because that's what you're watching. And when you put that in perspective, uh, but, but with, you know, Jordan Love, you, you know, you'd want to watch the player in the JV game that maybe could play in a varsity game or whatever, or just because you want to, I want to, I want to assess. I don't think that he can play at a level to, to be a starting quarterback for a team in the NFL, but judging players is hard. Ron Wolf taught us all best. It's not easy for anybody. So I could be wrong. And so I kind of want to see, uh, it's about assessing my ability, not really his. Because it's a JV game. Yeah, so, but, I mean, don't you already know, I mean, what what is going to happen? Like, seriously? Because you've had two joint practices against this team. If he was lighting it up, don't you think we would have heard about it by now? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. But, I mean, he could still get better, and it's just, it's just a difficult sign. So that's not the way to bet. But I'm, I'm willing to to watch some more and see if uh, if uh, the assessment and the, the assessment of most everyone is that that I don't know what he'll be, but he'll never be anything special. I have a guy who I respect, Ron and Sheboygan, great scouting bureau, has had phenomenal predictions in the past. He says he's going to be a Pro Bowl quarterback. So, Ouch. Wow. I know. Well, wow. see that, you know, it's not, it used, it, I thought it was one of the great long shots ever until Steve Young said on Monday Night Football that with a proper, complicated, sophisticated offense, that Lamar Jackson could be the greatest player ever in the history of the NFL. How's that? I think that's a... I think that's a little uh, – I like it. It's an aggressive take, but ultimately he's different enough as a player that I think it's a fair one. If you're going to put your money behind somebody, um, you know, that that could be one. I remember Ron Jaworski saying that Colin Kaepernick would become the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL um, after he started to dominate in San Francisco. Uh, so, yeah, you, you've, you've got some people putting themselves out there. Homer, did your wife end up hitting a hole-in-one? Did I hear that correctly? Well, this is a, there's a debate uh, at the number 11 at the Lock LaBelle, which I think you played this week, didn't you? I did. So um, number 11. Yeah, her first. Right. Her that's, first a hard, that's a hard uh, par three. Yeah. Yeah. She hit it over very the water. The pin and it rolled down the hill over the. She hit her first shot into the heavy grass right in front of the tee. And I said, hit another one. And she hit the next one in the hole for a hole in one. But. Is it a hole-in-one? Is it a hole-in-three? I mean, the shot she hit was a hole-in-one. But I, of course, most concerned about recognizing the rule that if you if you make a hole-in-one, you got to buy a drink for everybody in the club. <laughs> so you and put so it I had no choice but to state immediately that it was not a hole-in-one. <laughs> I'm uh, sure she appreciated that. Yeah, she did. Um, I mean, it just would have been her Christmas present would have been a little less. Uh, the people that were on the green that were ahead of us waiting for the next tee, they didn't know that she'd hit the first shot. They went crazy. They just thought it was like the greatest thing they'd ever seen on the golf course. And then I had to go up and say, I got good news and bad news. The good news is I don't have to buy drinks for everybody. 
Oh, they knew the kind of rule. Oh, what? Why? Well, she wasn't the first shot, but so uh, I went on Twitter, and I would say it was about eighty twenty that it's not a hole in one. Many people thought that uh, it would be wise for me to say it's a hole in one because it's my wife who hit the shot. You don't lie, and Homer. She's a, she's a pretty good golfer. Uh, no, I. Uh, at the risk of having to buy drinks for 145 people, there's no way that was a hole in one. Oh, everybody didn't drink, Homer. Yeah, you would have spent a thousand bucks. It's a thousand dollars. You've lost that. You've lost that on a game before. You've lost that bet in a uh, game oh, before. Of course not. Of course not. Why would you even pass along such information like what, that? You would, you've never know. lost a thousand dollars on a game before, Homer. Uh, no, no. As a matter of fact, I never have. It's funny you would use that exact amount of $1,000, but I'd like to say that I'm comfortable and will pass a lie detector test that I have never lost $1,000 uh, on have a Have you bet. ever lost more than $1,000 on a bet? I will not answer that question. I think it'd be pretty good. Or did you we ever were. lose $900? <laughs> Uh, I believe I can also answer, answer no to that. Um, uh, you, if you're a gambler, it's hard to say this, but I think I know you tend to remember the losses of that amount or somewhat similar to that amount more than the wins. Without a doubt. I can name every yeah. big loss that I've had, including a horrible, yeah. horrible bet uh, on Eastern Washington uh, on a on a very late game at Hawaii in uh, in basketball. Oh, so that's not correct. You de- you describe those, sir, as a Hawaii game. All you have to do is say it's a Hawaii game, and it is automatically determined you, you got a problem. No, no one has ever well, yes, played a true. Hawaii that's game. True that did not have some sort of gambling problem. This was Ben Brust and I at a bar in downtown Madison on the square very late at night, pretty knocked up, uh, having had a lot of Bud Lights, and we wanted to bet on a game, and there was one game left, and it was Eastern Washington against Hawaii, at Hawaii, and we bet it. uh, We put $1,000 on the game, and we watched Mm -hmm. it at the bar, streaming on our phones on ESPN+. Plus. you got to find the bundle, ESPNMilwaukeeBundle.com, ESPNMadisonBundle.com to get the uh, uh, ESPN Plus, Disney Plus bundle. Uh, But that that is one that, that, yeah, of course, uh, and and it's not my worst one, but that one will stick out. I want to add one thing to that for people. You can go look up in a dictionary, and the first definition of Hawaii is ultimate catch-up gambling game. They don't even list what number state it is because Hawaii has even a greater historic. The the the. Uh, I mean, I don't know. They could you could write a book if you just ask people to submit their favorite Hawaii story. Yep, I I uh, I think that's, every that's gambler's true. got a Hawaii story. Yes, and I can't wait. Uh, I believe they open up at home very early in the season. I think that first weekend they've got a home game there, but it's an early start, I believe, uh, with yeah. Tommy Chang as the head coach. Uh, Timmy. Timmy Chang, the uh, yeah. former uh, former quarterback. Yes, there, oh, many under June people Jones. remember him. Yeah, so, uh, Hawaii went pretty well when he was around. I. I don't know if June Jones was the coach. There was this stretch where June was always the coach. (laughs) Hawaii on over on Hawaii with him as quarterback. That's probably his nickname. Over is his nickname. 
uh, now that he's the head coach. Yeah, oh, I can't imagine. I can't imagine the stories that he has that people have told him to thank him for whatever was their experience with Hawaii football because of him as quarterback. Homer, That'd be a good book, too. Homer, I want to welcome in a special guest here. Uh, Jonathan Brust is on the old National Bank talking text line. Jonathan, why are you upset by Homer's hole-in-one story? Because that is the dumbest thing. I don't care if it's your wife or not. She made a part. She didn't make a hole-in-one. Well, and if you got a drink from her, it came out of your wallet. She hit the ball in the lead. She hits another one. She made a three. Yeah, but that's what that's he said. That's what he said. No, no, I hung up then. He, no, he still was trying to get a drink out of his life. <laughs> you, how many drinks have you had, Jonathan? <laughs> wow. I did, I did play today, and I won $650 on the golf course, so it was cool. a good day. So, I, I've had a few. Darts and, darts and drinks combined, what are we at? Over, under 15. I, I haven't had a dart in over two years. Cool. Thank Thanks you for the call. call. Uh, yes, uh, I, I thought he was actually going to have a point. I don't think I need to respond to that <laughs> at all. <laughs> no. I, will, I think that will be one that you may use at a future date uh, with his brother because I think he'll be amused. Uh, before we let you go, Homer, uh, Ben Brust is committed September 22nd to doing a five-minute stand-up set at an open mic night uh, at the Corners of Brookfield. Um as a preeminent, very accomplished public speaker, I don't know if you've ever done comedy before, uh, what advice do you have for him? He will declare it within five minutes of finishing. It was and will be the longest five minutes of his life. It will feel like an hour. He will think he'll be five minutes in and he will be 28 seconds in. <laughs> <laughs> have you done it before? Um, not really. I've never, not under that. I mean, I've, I, I know the time. It's something I, I kind of wanted to do at one point, but it's, I was too scared. And the key is you have to be willing to just stink terribly. Uh, and uh, Doby Maxwell is a friend of mine who's been a comedian for many, many, many years. And uh, so I've observed the life and everything. But, no, it's, it's uh, I mean, now, Ben might find a way just to fill time, you know, um, but in terms of, like, five minutes of comedy where you're actually telling stories, and it's like dog life. It's normally about an hour. I cannot so. wait for that night. Uh, I hope you attend that night with us, Homer. Thank you, as always, for the time. We'll talk to you next week. You got it, bye. Homer and Tony, weekdays, 2 to 4, 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. No brass today. Telly Hughes, your cousin sub of the day. I'm Greg Scalzo. Joshi DiMaggio, Colin Russo, you, the Scalzo and Brust family. We'll hit some one or zeros next. That's Scalzo and Brust.